0: Okay, good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Topic this morning is an introduction to the Halachos of yichud. Mitzvah Shem, this week we'll go through some of the background, the conceptual framework, where this particular halacha comes from, and some of the applications, and some of the, the major heterim. And then the plan will be for next week to go through many of the Halacha scenarios that come up often throughout life. So, let's jump to the very back here of the source sheets for a moment. This is the sugya that presently the the kolel is learning. So those of you who are here in the kolel, I apologize for some of the repetition, but it could be a good chazara, perhaps we'll gain some clarity as well. And those of you who are not in the kolel, you could appreciate the sugya the kolel is doing. Take a look at the back, page 12. We've cherry-picked some of the marmakomos from the, from the night seder. This is from the Rambam. We'll see more of the Rambam momentarily, but take a look, this is the Rambam, Hilchos Biyah, Halacha Chach Beis, Perik Chach Beis. rather. Let's jump to Halacha Yud Ches. And this will serve as somewhat of an introduction to the entire discussion. <laughs> there is nothing more difficult in the entire Torah to separate oneself from. Right, the category of arayos and forbidden relationships—that is the most difficult thing for people to keep a distance from. Look at halacha yudtes. When it comes to both the category of gezel and the raios, there's a natural desire, there's a pull, there's an attraction towards either a taibas momon or a taiva for a raios. Very scary uh, testimony here from the Rambam you will not find a community all throughout the centuries where you didn't have some people who were very much puri together in this area. Take a look at now therefore, because we understand and we respect the natural tendencies of human beings, Welahargol atmo bikadusha yesera it's appropriate that one should be proactive in training himself or herself to be very careful in this area of life to conduct themselves bikadusha yeseru bemachshava tahora ubeda ubeday nachona kedey lenotsel mehan to save to save yourself from these uh, potential potensial nisyonos the Zohar min and you should be careful from Yichud, from being in seclusion, because that's the Gorim Hagadol. Being in that situation, that can can lead you to being Nichshol. Then he says, Chachamim Hayo Omrim the greatest of our sages would explain to their Talmidim that I'm careful around my daughter, I'm careful around my daughter-in-law. Why would they say that? Why would they explain to their disciples that they're trying to be so careful in this area of Arayos? To show them that there's no reason to feel busha. There's no reason to be embarrassed. It means you're human, and therefore we have to be responsible and proactive, v'yisurach kum in a and stay far away from a yichud situation. So the Derech Kikudecha, a safer on the Taryag mitzvos, written in the uh, the early part of the 1800s, he really elaborates on this idea of the Rambam of. Sharing the Nisoyon the with others and making it clear that you yourself are trying to be makbid to avoid Yichud, and it's nothing to be embarrassed of. Writes the Derek Pichodacha, We're going to learn momentarily that being in seclusion with an erva, that's an Esr Yichud ima panuya, being in seclusion with a single girl, that's going to be Yichud medirabonin. Vaha'olam makilim bezer, writes the derech pichudecha. Unfortunately, we find even in the firm world, people are very lax in these halachos. Vafilu ha Torah, even those who are ba'alei Torah. Vuhu lahem lecherpa livroach mecheder she'i he says, one psychological reason why people might not be careful in the realm of Yichud is because it's a busha. It's embarrassing. What am I supposed to do? I'm going to run out of the room? Am I really concerned that I'm going to do anything? And therefore, based on that mindset, they're making they're on themselves. And to the contrary, they don't feel like they're being lenient, they feel like they must be tzaddikim and tzadkaniyos, because I would never assume that I could do anything wrong, that be porid together, so why should I be super careful in Makhbit when it comes to Yichud? However, he says, And this is a very important idea. Why is Yichud Asr? It's usr because the Torah says it's usr. It's Aser because Chazal said it's usr. Now, obviously, there are motivations and there are svaras behind the isr, but to appreciate, even if nothing happens, right, there is no foul play, the etzim intrinsically, objectively, being the yichud with an erva or being the yichud with a penuya, that's usr. And therefore, yira Leos baki Bidine One should become an expert in the halachas of yichud because it's relevant every day. laatma And not only should I become familiar and become a master of the halachas of yichud, but I should also, I should try to go lifnim mishures <laughs> This is not an area of life to look for kulos. To the contrary, this is something where it's kadai to be b'machmor. <laughs> But he's pointing out, I think, two fundamental ideas. The first is maybe we're a little bit makele because we have a confidence in ourselves and we don't want to be choshed, uh ourselves of doing anything inappropriate, which is a false piety. The second issue is because, or the second issue is really explaining that mindset, we think Yichud is only a problem because of what it may lead to. In reality, Yichud is intrinsically a problem. I heard from an Adam Gadol that you know, we'll see throughout the Halacha that it's clear the main concern of Yichud is that it leads to Bios That's clear. But why is Yichud a problem Be'etzim? So the Hashkafah could be, even if both people who are in seclusion know full well that nothing is going to happen, that dynamic itself is inappropriate. To be in a private setting with a Ish, with an erva, with a Penuya, that dynamic itself is inappropriate. Right, so that's a Yisod, Galdol, when it comes to these Halachos. There's an objective isra of yichur. Now where does this come from? Let's go through some of the sugya. The uh, Mishnah towards the end of Mesechus Kedushin, Da'pey Amit Beis. There, the Mishnah tells us halacha Lo yis adam Im shtei that a man cannot be in seclusion with two women. However, one woman can be be with two men. That's the Tanakama. That's the first opinion of the Mishnah. Comes along, Reb Shimon, Reb Shimon Omer, af ish im shtei nashim that not only can one woman be together with two men, but the other direction would also work. One man can be together with two women. So it sounds like he's being more lenient than the Tanakama. But then he throws in, she ishto imo. In a situation where one of the two, uh, where that man who's together with the two women, his wife is together with him. That's when there could be So Rav Shimon's opinion is really not so clear. The top Tosfos gets into this at length. Is he coming to be more mekel? Is he coming to be more machmir? The suggestion of Tosfos is really Rav Shimon's coming to be more mekel. And he's arguing. And he feels that in both directions, either one woman with two men, which everyone agrees to, or even one man with two women, that Rav Shimon feels is okay. And then this next halacha is something that both the Tanakama and Reb Shimon would agree to, that in any situation where generally you would say Yichud is a problem, if it's a case of Ishto Imo, if the man's wife is together with him, so then that would take away the Isra of Yichud. Let's continue in the Mishnah for a moment. Now we have some exceptions. Misyachet adam im Imo, ve'im Bito. That a mother and son can be together be Yichud, and a father and daughter can be together be Yichud. Those are the two exceptions we find in the Mishnah itself. Okay, we're going to do some cherry picking here. Let's jump to the Gemara. The Gemara has a question. Menohani mili, how do we know that Yichud is Asr? The premise of the Mishnah is obviously assuming there's a problem, and it goes on to debate... You know different situations, but how do we know in general yichud is Asr? So Amr of Mishum Reb Yishmol Rem is min haTorah minayin. Where is there a reference to yichud in the Torah? So before we see the pasuk, is the Gemara assuming that there's an Isr yichud midiraisa, or is it not midiraisa? Sounds like no. Why does it sound like no? That's Ah. So usually, the language of rem is, it's mashma, it's not a real drusha. A real drusha has the din of a deraisa. Rem is li yuchid Torah. it sounds like the Gemara and chulin, right? Where is there a reference to Esther in the Torah? So we'll have to see. This is actually heavily debated because the Gemara is going to refer to the Isra of Yichud as an Isser deraisa. And if that's the case, so why does it use the language of rem Okay, so Baruch Hashem, we already have some good confusion. <laughs> <clears throat> but where is this Pasuk? Where is the drasha? So it quotes the Pasuk in Parshas Re'eh. I will read you the entire Pasuk here. Ki chicha If your brother, the da, the son of your mother, all right, already getting confusing. One second, your brother, the son of your mother, it sounds like you right? <laughs> that would be your half-brother. You're related because you share the same mother. So if your brother, who is the son of your mother, tries to incite you, tries to encourage you to go follow him and worship of Odazara, O Bincha, or your son, O Bitcha, or your daughter, O Eishas Cheikecha, or your wife, O Reyacha Esher Kenafshecha, or your good friend, in all of these cases... You have a family member, someone who's close to you. They're trying to get, convince you to be over to Berazara. Besaser says the Pasik. Besaser in private. Lemer and they say Nelcha veNabde Elohim Macherim Lo Yedata Tava Let us go worship foreign gods. Is that That's a pasuk in Parshas Re'eh, right? So clearly, from there, we derive the Isser of Yichud. <laughs> right? So what does the Gemara say? It stops right there. When your brother, the son of your mother, tries to convince you to worship idols, is it only a problem? The brother who shares the same mother, but not the brother who shares the same father? what's the pasik being mirames to us? Ben im imo. That his son is able to be the yichud with his mother. But we could, we could derive from that. the im kolerayo shebetorah. But for any other erva shebetorah, then there's going to be an iser of being with them in seclusion. So, ben imecha because the is talking about B'Seser in the private setting. So only a son is allowed to be with his mother. But to be in seclusion with any other erva Shabbat Torah, that's going to be Aser. He so says he's with his mother. He so says he's with his brother. Oh, so the drusha is pushit. We just have like 17 questions, right? <laughs> so there happens to be a Pnei shua in this Gemara. Where he says, for 30 years, I wasn't able to be omed, to have a good pshad in what the drusha actually was. But then he says, after 30 years, I was Zoha to learn kadush and B'iyun, And Baruch Hashem, I was Machave to pshad in the drusha. And He says, I, I had this particular pshad in mind for a while. But I was I was nervous to say it because it didn't really sound like it fits with the Gemara, but when I learned Kedush and Ba'ian and I found the Yerushalmi to support what I was saying, Baruch Hashem I now understand the Drasha. So feel free to take a look at the Pnei Yeshua for how he <laughs> explains it. <laughs> Come back in 30 years. <clears throat> so we're not going to delve into the mechanics of the Drasha, but this is the pasuk that's quoted Within the pasik that's showing us the Isr of Yichud, we also see the exceptions of Yichud. Right? Or really, it's the other way around. We see the exception of Yichud from the pasik, and from that exception, we could derive the Isr. So, is that exception limited to a son being together with his his mother? Oh, so we saw from the Mishnah that another example where there's no Isr Yichud is... A father being together with his daughter. But that could be very yeah, familiar that oh, oh, So maybe, and, maybe what the Pasuk is showing us is that yes, there is a prohibition of yichud. The, the exception like that, of yichud would be parenting. a relationship like parent and child. Okay. Now, would that extend to grandparents and grandchildren? What about brothers and sisters? What about brothers and sisters? How about an aunt and a nephew? Right? So these are all things we'll have to work out. It says Colorado Shebet Torah, but it only mentions the exception of son and mother. But that's its so, own dynamic. Mm. But it's not the same thing as you want. You, mean you want to say that the only exception we have is parent child. Right. Anything above that or beyond that is going to be an Issue de of Yechud. Okay? We'll have to see. So this is the to Gemara quotes. Let's, let's jump for a moment to the Gemara in Avodah Zara. This will actually give us some of the historic background behind the Issar of Yichud. We're on page seven here. This is the Gemara Avodah Zara Da'plamid Vavim Abayis. It speaks about different levels of Issure Biya relations. And then the first wide line, it says as follows: in the middle, Ki gozru beis based shel Hashmoni, Bia. The basein of the Hashmanaym, they made a gezerah against the Bia, of a yichud lo, but they never decreed anything regarding yichud. right So the basin of the Hashmanaym, they made a gezerah. Against the B.S. iser, referring to having relations with an avodas kohavim, but yichud they never spoke about. The osu inhu, they came along. They is referring to the talmidim of Beis Hillel and Beis Shammai, They came along, and gozerafilu yichud, and they extended that, and they said, not only is there an iser of bia with avodas kohavim, but there's also an iser of yichud. The Gemara says, "Yichud Nami in Dinoshel David Gozru. One second, don't tell me the disciples of Hillel and Shammai made up this din of Yichud that we have going back to the times of David HaMelech Any historians in the room? What was the time difference between the Talmidim of Hillel and Shammai and the based Din of David HaMelech About a years. What's that? About a thousand years. Very good. Slightly more than a thousand years, right? David and Melech was alive around when? Anybody? Three thousand. Probably about 900 BCE, right? In that, in that time frame, give or take a century. And then we have the Talmidim of Beis Hillel, Beis Shammai, right? That's already in the common era. So this is more than a thousand years apart. The Gemara has the kasha... How can you tell me that there was no Isra of Yichud before Hillel and Shammai? We have Isra of Yichud on the record going back to the basin of David HaMelech. Shah, the Rav Yehuda. But Oso Shah, Yehuda taught us, that during that time, what, what's Oso Shah referring to? Says Rashi, Maisa Amnon V'tamar. This is after the terrible tragedy of Amnon assaulting Tamar. But also, Shah, after that took place, Allah Yichud. They made a Gezerah against the Yichud to avoid anything like that in the future. So Amri Hosam Yichud the Yisrael. So they explain no, when David and his base did made a Gezerah against the Yichud, that was only coming to restrict the Yichud with a Jewish man and a Jewish woman. Av Yichud lo. But they never included in that restriction yichud with an obedes kochavim. The also in then came along, tell me they shamai and gazra filu yichud kochavim. They said yichud going to be Usr even with a non-Jewish woman. Just like, wasn't the natives, or even... Oh, let's take a look. <clears throat> so the Gemara says yichud the bas Yisrael de Isahi. One second, how can you say? that it was David HaMelech's in that created Yichud with a Jewish woman. That's De'araisa. De'araisa usually means De'araisa, <laughs> right? De'omra of Yochanan Mishum Mimshim Bar Yot le'yichud min ha minayin, where is there a remez to yichud in the Torah? Ki ki'yesizcha, chicha ben Mecha v'chi ben eim, Mesis ben ov, e'ino Mesis Ella, what's it teaching you? So the Gemara's question is, we don't need David and Malik to make a, a Gezeir of Yichud. There's already an Yichud of Yichud that we learned from this pasuk. So the Gemara's final answer, Yichud de'raysa ish. Regarding what relationship do we say Yichud's an Yichud de'raysa? That's referring to an aceous-ish to a married woman. Now it's clear it's not limited to aous-ish. Right? It, it includes at least anyone else who's classified as an erva. What is the, the halachic definition of an erva, generally speaking? So there's three qualities to an erva. One is that it's an isr kares. It's not just a lav, but it's an iser karis, it's a very severe iser. The second is that ain't kedushin tofsin, that if you were to give a ring to an erva and say, hooray ad nothing would happen. Right? First, person gives a ring to his sister, hooray ad nothing happens. You give a ring to an asius ish, nothing happens. So ain't kedushin tofsin, and the third quality of an erva is that Vlad Mamzer. We pass the only time you would have a child who has the Din of a Mamzer, it is if that child is from a relationship of erva, of a chorus. So the Gemara is saying like this, Yicha de Raisa, that's limited to Arayos. Va'asa David afilo de Penuya. The basin of David HaMelech, how many years, by the way, was the Bastion of David Amalek after the Torah itself? Without thinking, what would you have said? 700. Something like that, right? But now think. <laughs> <laughs> right. 650. <laughs> More like 400, right? Which is, it's surprising. You don't picture David and Melech being that close <clears throat> to Mat and Torah. Right? Anyway, but what the Gemara is saying is that, Esar Yichadeh by Comes along David and Beis did it about 400 years later. And based on that tragedy that took place with Amnon and Tamar, they were Gozer Yichud on Panuya, which means the Yichud on single girls, even though she might not be classified as an erva. So here we have the historical background of Yichud, but what comes out in Halacha is that we have two types of Yichud. We have Yichud der isa and we have yichud Derbanen. If the Gemara here is calling this Deraisa, why then does it refer to it as a remez? So you have to say one of two things: either, for some reason, it's using the lashon of remez based on the type of drasha it is, but really it's a Deraisa. Really, it's minhatorah. Or you could say, when it says derisa, it doesn't mean it's actually asher Minhatora. It means it's derived from the Torah, but it might not have the same severity as a real din This is a, an interesting discussion amongst the achronim. There are different deyukim in the rishonim halacha though we assume that yichud with an erva is an issa That's the assumption. Why does it use remiz? There are different explanations for that. What's the what's the Gezira of David? Considers that the raban different ciphering. So a Gezer of David HaMelech, even though it was David HaMelech, is still considered a Din huh. We find this even with the Gezer of Moshe Rabbeinu. Moshe Rabbeinu, whenever he was Misaqen, something, it, it has a Din of a Din What's an example of a, of a Takana that was created by Moshe Rabbeinu? Well What's that Kriya we have, right? Perik Maruba. What else do we have? Huh? Shabad Shema at night. <laughs> What's that? Shema Alamita. Shema that was at the Kahn of Moshe Rabbeinu? <laughs> yeah? Okay. I'm not familiar. It could be. What's that? <laughs> <laughs> so, Moshe Rabbeinu, it says, the Yashalmi is quoted for this, that he was Mesakain Shivasyame Mishta, Right, the seven days of Sheva Brachos for Hosod and Kala, and also Shiva for avelus. That was a Tekana of Moshe Rabbeinu. But, Yiyamashiyiyah, no matter who makes a Tekana, if it's not a kodesh Baruch it has a Dinah V'Durbanan. All right, let's jump here now to page eight. Our last Gemara we'll see together. This is the Gemara at Sanhedrin and Dablam and The big question is like this. We have Yichud de Raisa regarding Arayos, we have Yichud de Rabbanin regarding panuya and also Elvaris Kachavim. How about the situation of Ishto Nida, of one's wife who's a Nida? Is a Nida considered an erva? Now that would be very inconvenient to have an Isra of Yichud within the marriage setting, right, that would be inconvenient. After you're married for a few decades, it might not be, you know, (laughs) whatever. But uh, it is a Nida and erva. So it's interesting. A Nida really has qualities of both. On one hand, it's an isser car race. It has that very severe isser, like the other arayos. Huh? On the other hand, the vlad is not a mamzer. Right? And, And baruch hashem for that. Because you have many situations of parents who might not be shomer Torah Mitzvos, they might not be careful with Taras and Mishpacha, and the, the, ch- the child is not a Mamzer. So the, it's different, because the Vlad is not a Mamzer, and Kedushin is Tophsin. There's a sheet of the Rambam, but generally we pass in that, if a, a Kala is a Nida by the Chapa, Kedushin still works. So do you view Nida as it's basically an erva with a few exceptions? Or do you say, it's not an erva, there also happens to be the Isra Kores like other Arayos, and that's a big discussion in the Akronim as well. Bottom line is though, is there an Isra Yichud when it comes to Ishto Nida? So this is the Gemara Sanhedrin, Daflam Zayan. Quotes the Pasuk and Shira Shirim. Suga Bishoshanim. A suga, like siag is some kind of fence or barrier made of roses. She'afilu kesuga <laughs> shel shoshanim, lo yifritzu behen says the Gemara. Even if the barrier is only made of roses, not of stone, not of metal, meaning to say it's easy to trample over it, nonetheless, klal Yisrael doesn't, it's not together. So what is that Pusuk referring to? V'hainu da'amar le'hahu minah l'Rav Kahana. Conversation took place with an Apicoros and Rav Kahana. Amir also nida shari l'yichud. Bahadi gavri. Efsher eish b'no'oris ve'eno mehavis. The Min asked Rav Kahana, how is it possible to allow yichud... In a situation of marriage, during nida, is it possible to have fire right next to flax and not have them get singed? Meaning, if you're allowing yichur in a situation of a of a kores, that's a very dangerous thing. So, Amrle Rav Kahana quoted this pasuk in Shiri Hashirim. He says, "Bishoshanim Shafilu kesuga bishoshanim lo yifur behen so we have a pasuk in Shir Shirim teaching us that although there might have been a good logic to apply yichud to a case of ishto Shlomo HaMelech is saying, no, you don't have to be concerned when it comes to the the dynamic of husband and wife. Sugub be'shoshanim, nothing will happen. There's no iser yichud. On the case of Chupas, you do. Oh, so that's the gemara Ksubis, right? In the case of Chupas Nidah, where Chassid and Kala were never together yet, that's the one time we find the Esau Yichud, even with a married couple. Okay, but this is talking about a situation where they've been married for many years, wife happens to be a Nidah, there's no Esau Yichud because we have a Pasuk in Shirashir. Tosfos has the following question. Tosfos says, let's take a look at this together. And Hatorah Hayida Aleinu Sugabishoshanim. So let's jump to the second line. Ve'im Tomar. V'ha Yichud This is one second. Yichud is It's osur to be Yichud. Like we have the drasha of Ki Yischa Chicha Beni Mecha. Veheichal Asa Krad the Divrei Kabbalah Lamishri Ma'ed Echsev BeEiraisa method the, the whole methodology here is is in question. How can you bring a Pusik and Shira to mater and iser derisa? That's the Kasha of Tosfos. What do you say? Is it good Kasha? Are we, are we yeah? If, if Tosfos asked the question, it must be good. Right? <laughs> okay. So what is the answer? Yesh Lomar, Delo Asr Torah Ella ke'en Emo. The Drasha is only teaching us that there's an Iser Yicha regarding those relationships that are similar to son and mother. Now, son and mother was the exception, but the implication would be any other type of erva that's like Ben and Emo, those are Asr. Deloa Vid Telemishtare, because those are not normally. Going to be permissible in the future. Any error of a situation that's usr now and will continue to be usr, that's where the Torah says there's an isr yichud. Avonida sofa taher. Nida though is different because it's true right now there's an isr kares, but sofa taher, she will become Tehora. She will become tahara. Maybe switching to us the two stand in the right of before. Well, well, how about we just uh, explain what the answer is, right? What's the question? Where is it be more Mikil the He's asking, how can you have a Pusik and Shirashirim come along and mater an Iser de Raisa? Right. This is not from the Tanakh. Right. So answer seems to be, that's not what's happening here. Structurally, it's not that there's this Iser that applies across the board and should apply to Nida as well, and then the Pasach is coming and being mater the Iser. The drusha itself is only ossering. Those relationships, those types of arayos, that are similar to ben imo, namely an iser of erva that's always going to be there. So psychologically, there's much more of a challenge. There could be much more of a nisayon. There's more of that mayim ganuvim yimtaku. Stolen waters become sweet because I know I can't have it and I'll never be able to have it. That's where the iser of yichud applies, but it doesn't apply to ishtonida. An ashes ish is not necessarily like a ben emo. Oh, good casual. An ashes ish, theoretically, right now she can be married. It could be in a few years she won't be married. <laughs> but <laughs> if we're in the language of Tosus, he says anything that it's a vida de not it could become mutter in the future, but a vida de means this is the process. Alpidere <laughs> HaTeva, you know, right now, although there's an iser, it will become mutter, right? What about uh, what uh, first he said um, that they, they just got married? Oh, so that's really the next step of Tosos, where he says, one second, right, everyone just calm down. How can it be that there's no Iser of Yichud when it comes to Nida, right, based on the way I'm explaining the drasha, we all learn the Gemara Ksubas and Daf Getting to the Gemara Nkadush and Daf Pei is not so simple. Right? But we saw the Gemara in Daftalat and Subis. And there it says that the uh, Chassan and Kala, if the Chuppet takes place while she's in Nida, so although we pass in that the Kedushan works, but there's an Esayichud. So how do you explain that, says tosos over there? It's different, because they were never together yet. So although it's true, Sofoli hi her, but since they weren't together yet, that's a mitigating Svarah. It's a mitigating... Uh, part of the Nisayon, where there we assume Yichud does apply. Now you can get academic, does that mean it's only a Yichud medirbanin, because it's not really included in the Pasek? Or would you say in that situation where they were never together, it is included in the Pasek, there's what to, uh, to be mefalthal in. But that's a unique case because they were never together yet. Question? Good. Okay. So this is some of the background. Let's jump to a few of the major heterim here. We'll see it together in the Gemara, and then we'll work it through the post Back to page three. Towards the bottom of the Omer pay base, pay Omer base. So before the, uh, the heterim, we actually have two, two limitations of heter. Right? The Mishnah said everyone agrees in a situation where you have one woman and two men, that's not an Isra Yichur. O'ma Rav Yehuda Marav, lo shanu That's only true when the people we're talking about are ksherim. Okay, we'll have to see what the definition of ksherim is. a <speaking> prutzim, <in Hebrew> but if they're people who are described as prutzim, then afilu beya sarah namilo, then even if you have 10 men, it's still going to be a problem. So one woman and two men, that's mutter if they're k'sherim. But if they're prutzim, then there's no heter of yichud, which could mean you have a, you know, a firm lady working in an office setting, and in the office you have seven, eight men who are considered prutsim. So even though it doesn't seem like yichud, it could be that's a violation of yichud. Now there are going to be other mitigating factors, you know. Likely, it's not really yichud; it's pesivach silharishesurabim and other other things at play. But that's the first uh, qualification here. Let's now jump to page four. This is daf pei aleph Amad aleph. Second qualification again: amar rav yehuda amarav lo shanu ella beir. This din of one woman with two men being permissible is only in the city. But when you're on the road, in the middle of nowhere, then you have to have three men for it to be permissible. If you only have two, that'd be problematic. Why? Because Because maybe one of those two men has to go use the bathroom. And then it comes out that one is left with an erva. So that's the problem in the, on the road. In the city, the assumption is people don't have to go to the bathroom, <laughs> right? So what's the difference between on the road versus in the city? In the city, they're already, they're all the people. There. Right, so, so the difference between them here... And the bathroom is a away. Oh, so either you could say that in the city, the bathroom was closer, and therefore it's not really such an issue, in contrast to being on an open you know, road with the field, you have to go farther away. Some explain that the whole makeup of a city, the fact that there are other people who are kind of around is helpful. Fine. But that's another condition that we see regarding um, the heter of Yichud is only be'ir with two men. If it's besada, then you have to have three. Now we have a story. Rav, rev Yehuda, Havka, Ozlib, Orcha. Rav rev Yehuda, you have a question? Yes. So, in the parsha. Oh, it's a good kasha. It's a good kasha. The kasha was that, how does it work with Yaakov Avinu when he went to get married? There were two girls and one boy, right? Now, the truth is, once they were married, there would no longer be a problem of Yichud because they're already married, right? And it could be, before then, we don't know for sure they were actually the Yichud, right? He met he met Rachel. It was in a public place, right? So we don't know for sure, but that's a good question. So now we have a story. <OLIVIS> <mgrifying> <RahmeGreat> rahme Rav of Yehuda havaka ozli Beorcha. Rav of Yehuda ban- ra- were going for a jog. Right. They were walking. And what happened <mgrifying> was that Havika ozla, he is a There There is a lady that walked in front of them. So amar Rav Rav of Yehuda, dal karech mikme gehenim. He said let us walk quickly away from, meaning let's pass by, so we're not standing at the door of Gehenim. Okay. So Omer Rabbi Yehuda said back to Rav, "Vahamarhu shapir dami." You were the one who said that when you have two kshirim, then there is no problem of yichud. So, what's our problem? Meaning his question was based on the assumption that both he and Rav are Ksherim. On Rav says back to Rav Yehuda, Mi de B'Ksherem kagon va'at. Who says I meant ksherim like you and me? Ela kagon mai kagon bar popi I meant somebody like Rabbi Chanina bar poppy and his, his chaverem, the halaga tana Rabbi Chanina bar poppy. Someone of that stature, he's a kosher. But you and me, eh, we're not k'sherim. Therefore, we have a problem. Doesn't mean the Pritzimida, me there, right? It be there's another level. Oh, so if, if you learn this at face value, that he was basically paskining, that I, Rav, the, the first generation Amora, the Gadol hador, and you, Rav Yehuda, also one of the Gadol hador. if we're not k'sherim, then who is? It'd be, find, right? It'd be hard to find, right? be hard to find. Papa and his friends. Right, but they were already long gone, right? They were to So the question's like this. Not only is that, is that hard to accept in Svara, how can you say Rav wasn't a Kasher? but there was a halacha that was quoted, "Ama Rav Yehuda, Ama Rav, that the heter of two men and one woman is when they're ksherim. So Rav said that as a halacha lemaisa. If Rav really felt that he himself and Rabbi Huda were not ksherim, how can you give that halacha? You're misleading the masses. What you should say instead is: although it's true, back in the day there was such a halacha. You can look at the Mishnah, but nowadays it doesn't apply because kulonu b'avon Seinu harabim prutzim That's what you should say. That. So it's very misleading. So that might be an indication, like Avi was saying. But maybe he wasn't really pascaning that he and, and Rabbi Huda were not k'sherim. He was saying, you know, for for our our comfort level, almost as a, as an expression of humility and a, and chesedus. You know, we we don't want to be in a situation where you have to rely on the heter of k'sherim. Why can't it be the mitzvah halacha? they were probably chairin, not probably they were chairing, but the Rambam said that everybody should try to be machmer on themselves in this Indian, nobody should look for it, so he said, I'll be machmer on myself, just, just in case, 100%. maybe. So that's exactly what I'm saying, oh. that's exactly <laughs> what I'm saying, <laughs> yes, okay, but let's keep this in mind, because we still don't have a good, clear definition of who's a kasher, who's a paritz? Oh, so what is this case? Is it a situation where they're walking, it says, So is that similar to what we spoke about at the top of the page, where they're kind of in the middle of nowhere, in which case it might be a yichid issue? Or is it talking about they're walking down uh, midtown Manhattan, right? right, and there are many people around, and maybe they were actually dealing with a different problem. Right, the Gemara speaks about later on right here in Kedushan, and we have a pasuk like this in Ebenezer, that men are not allowed to walk behind a woman. So maybe that was the issue. And Rabbi Yehuda was borrowing the din that Rab said regarding Yichud and applying it to this. Not, not so clear. But what is clear, though, is that Rab was hesitant to use the heter of Ksherim for himself. Let's do two last points over here. Um... Let's do this. Instead of getting to the Heterim now, let's just leave us feeling that everything is Usr. <laughs> we'll wait to do the Heterim next week. The one thing I want to point out is that if you look at the Rambam, and this is on page 11, the Rambam in the first halakha, he says over the basic idea, lis Yachid im erva Minarayos yalda. lagalos erva. It's also to be yichud with an erva. Makes no difference the age. If they're older, if they're younger, there's an isr of yichud. And then you list the exceptions except for mother and son, father and daughter, and husband with his wife, who's a nida. Okay. Now jump down to Halacha Ches for a moment. Here the Rambam says... Lo tis Anashim You should not have one woman b'yichud even with many men. One second. I thought the Mishnah said that one woman and two men is permissible. How could the Rambam say that one woman even with many men is a problem? Oh, so this would seem to indicate... That the Rambam, when he read the Gemara of Rav and Rabbi Huda it must be that we don't consider ourselves k'sherim. In which case, I'm not even going to quote the halacha of one lady and two men being mutter, Because it's not. We're all prutsim. However, I think there is a very interesting diuk in the Rambam. In halacha Aleph, how does he present the, the basic restriction of Yichud? Osir lihis in means Asir. How does he present it in, in Sif in Halakha Khes? Isha Acha Maybe the Rambam understood the Gemara the same way we did. That Rav and Rav Yehuda, of course they were Ksherim technically speaking. Hi. And we would never paskin that. Minha Din, it's mamish, mamish osir nowadays for one lady to be beyichid with two men. What the Ramam was doing though was saying, listen, we do see the, the hanhoga of Rav and Rabbi Huda, and therefore we should try to emulate them in also being machmir. I'm not going to phrase the halacha like I did in halacha Aleph by saying "Osser lis yachid, it's not mamish Osser." but what we can derive from the response of Rav is lotus yachid. Well, my see, you shouldn't do it. Aye, the Mishnah says, Lotus Yahed. <laughs> it's the same oh. There it's Aser. The Mishnah says, Lotus Yahed, and that's referring to a real Iser. So does that disqualify the Diuk and the Rambam? Right? What do you say? I mean, I think it's still a Ha'orah. Why would the Rambam start off the first Halacha by saying, Aser lis Yahed, and then change the Lashem to Lotus.: Yachet. Because one is mamish based on it, and the other one is based on the current status. Mm, potentially, potentially. It's true that this is a big debate in how to read the Rambam. There's a Mishnah Lamelech here who, who suggests this pshat, who says that maybe the Rambam would agree that technically speaking, there is room to be mekel, but he's not going to quote that in the Halacha, because if we have Rab and Rabbi Huda being machmir with themselves, we should definitely be machmir with ourselves. The halacha is not like this, though. We'll see the, the Torah and the Shulchan Aruch. They assume that as long as you're considered a kosher, and a kosher will define as pretty much normal people who are shomer toro mitzvos. As long as you're in the category of k'sherim, then one lady with two men would still be mutter, and there's not even a need to be machmir. And they have another reading of the Gemara with the story of the Rav. So they would read the Gemara that it was Mamish, it was for himself. He was Machmir al Atmo, but it was never meant to be a Horah to the masses. What was the Horah of Rav? His teaching was Mutter, unless you're Mamishapurits. Your All right, so we'll call it here for now. Next time we'll see some of the major heterim and see when and where they apply. Shkoyach. Maybe uh,